Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And thanks for tuning in this week. We have a good one for you. It is a good one. It's a good one. I mean, they're always good ones, I, I think. You probably know from the title of this episode that we sat down with Egypt and Mike. Woohoo! It was yeah. fun. They were fun. They were fun. I would hang out with them. They were awesome. I uh, I liked that they had said that they'd been listening to us and they, they took us to task a little bit for a few of our our opinions. Our, a few of our uh, hot takes. They they they, <laughs> they they corrected the narrative. They yeah, they, they, they brought all the, the correct information to light. So we appreciate that. We always want to be accurate and correct. Um it was it, I was a little like scared when Egypt said like, yes, I've been listening to all your episodes because it's kind of like, you know, and she's like, are you surprised? Like, I was like, oh, God. But it's uh, it's just kind of weird to think that like the people that we're talking about are also hearing our opinions of them um, <laughs> and their design aesthetics. And it's like, Argh. but no, we've been I mean, we also wholeheartedly think that Egypt and Mike are going to take the crown. So I I enjoyed it. They're awesome. They're, they're exactly how they come off on camera. Just very sweet, very, you know, they know their stuff. I had a lot of fun. So without further ado, here is our interview with Egypt Sherrod and Mike Jackson. We're here with Egypt Sherrod and Mike Jackson. They are stars of HGTV's Married to Real Estate. And for the past five weeks, we've been watching them compete and quite frankly, kick butt on Rock the Block. Um, Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having us, ladies. So I've been listening to your podcast and it's fun to put a face with a voice. I actually see you guys, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also fun to be able to tell you, okay, girls, the pantry was not halfway across the house. It was not. I think that's what people couldn't see. Like you can't really see the the layout of the house Uh too well, right? Because there's so much editing. It was literally like where the stove is. You walk behind the wall. It was yeah. right there. It wasn't like a big, big whoop to go and no, walk to get to the pantry. That, that was the second pantry. We had the immediate pantry right to the right off from the kitchen. That's true. I know. <laughs> they no. might have. We are we're so focused on the details, so we really appreciate you taking us to task because I mean that's important. We want to make sure that we are being accurate about the way that um, your designs and your builds are portrayed. And frankly, it seems like they were just kind of trying to find something to critique your design. Totally. Um, well, but no, but no. In all fairness, it had to be one of the hardest jobs, wouldn't you say, to be a judge? Because mm-hmm. yeah. and, well, Mike and I were judges for season two. Yep. And we were blind judges, so we had no idea whose homes we were even walking into. Right. Uh, so, so let me put that out there for those who held it against us this season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, but you know what? I think it was, you know, I've seen people in our texts, our DMs, et cetera, say they probably should have never known who the houses were. Mm-hmm. And I think for us not being able to put a face to the property, it almost gave us more of a um, perspective to focus on details, details and just what happened, not who did it, 
mm-hmm. Boost Home, it was just what we saw at face value. And right. I think some people were sitting at home thinking, hmm, I think it's some favoritism going on here. <laughs> well, you know? No, no. I mean, honestly, people like what they like and everybody added value. Let's mm-hmm. just be oh, fair. Oh, without a doubt. So, um, you know, I think the bite heard around the world was when I said I liked NSYNC better. Um, when- <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> That was so good when when Jordan Jordan and um, Jonathan Knight were judging. Right. right. Yeah. But what nobody saw was like, I literally right after that said, I'm just kidding. And I gave him a hug. That's mm-hmm. the magic of editing. They took right, that part right, out. Right. So I was, right. I, was never, I was never upset because I understood what a task it had to be to choose between. I mean, everybody was great. Mm-hmm. We knew mm-hmm. that going in. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's pretty different this season too. Like everyone has their own distinct style and their own way of adding value. I mean, you even have, like we had Keith and Evan on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and they, while we haven't seen them win a challenge yet, they have made a great argument for the fact that good design adds value to a home. Um, So yeah, I can, I can, it, totally makes sense that it's a huge task to judge these plate these spaces yeah, um example is when they did the owner suite that art and it really was art that they created mm-hmm. the wall behind the bed if you were to cut the drywall out and send that over to to sotheby's to mm-hmm. auction off i mean they, they might make more on their house than any of us point does add value it does mm-hmm. yeah was um So how much, how much of the houses did you actually see when you were competing? Did you, I mean, I know you don't get to tour the houses while you're competing, but were there moments when you got any sort of indication as to what the other, the other competitors were doing with their spaces? Well, we could, uh, so we were allowed to walk up and down the block, Mm -hmm. allowed to walk up to the driveway and we could only see what was happening from the windows, from our patio side where the fireplace was and from the other side of the house, out of the, windows. out of the windows, that's all you could see. And any little talk across the town as we saw each other passing by. Which yeah. <laughs> we're always eavesdropping on it. <laughs> I love that they said that your voice carries. And I was like, girl, if you can hear her, <laughs> no, they, hear they you. have satellite dishes for ears. <laughs> um, no, they really, the rules were you get disqualified if you go past this line. Yeah. Mm. on the block and so they didn't say you couldn't have binoculars (laughs) (laughs) they they didn't say that we couldn't have a snoop (laughs) so the only part you could really tell uh what people were doing is when we got to the exteriors Mm -hmm. you know because you're outside you obviously can't hide that for instance you got to see keith and evan were the only people putting round windows in Mm -hmm. um the living room space Uh, you got to see each other's patios and who didn't do a patio uh, who decided to bump out and add extra square footage? Well, I was just going to ask. Yeah, you both made the what you call the tri- trifecta power move of the season, uh-huh. which is the perhaps biggest power move of the season is bumping out your entry and adding that square footage and a hallway that connected the garage mm-hmm. to the rest of the house. When did you come up with that plan? And um, like, how did you know that you were going to ex- execute that? Well, so they did give us, before we arrived on the block, Mm -hmm. they gave us the as-built of the house. So this is what you're walking into, guys. Let us know what structural changes you think you're going to want to make 
so that we can make sure we're ready for mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. The very first thing that Mike and I said was, who wants a detached garage? Mm-hmm. I, you know, and the trade-off was, I think as it was built, if you wanted to rent out the unit over the garage as an ADU, you could do that with a separate, you know, you, but honestly, when we looked at the community and the trends where we were in Nexton and, you know, in Somerville, people weren't renting out ADUs, you know, mm-hmm. they would use right. them as a home office, they would use them as a guest suite of some sort. So after that research, it was a no brainer. Let's connect it. Not only by connecting it, do we um, do we ask square footage, but now we can create more functionality because honestly, even though we got nicked for it in episode one, moving the powder room out of the kitchen, mm-hmm. it, it hurts so bad to hear people saying <laughs> that was a stupid move to get rid of a bathroom right, because right. they didn't know that we had big plans on where to You're like, it. just wait. Yeah. Just, wait. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wait, guys. Hold on one more week. But uh, my thought was if someone is at your front door and they would say, can I please use your restroom? You don't want them to walk through your living room, through your dining room, mm-hmm. through your kitchen, right across from the owner suite right. Um, right. to use the bathroom. It made sense to put it right near the front door mm-hmm. and for functionality to give a mudroom because storage adds value. So mm-hmm. that was instant. That was probably the, the biggest and the first decision we made. Yeah, that was the biggest deal. We had to figure out if it was going to be allowed as well, because yeah. we were eating into the patio and garage space, interfering with the height of the roof line. So mm. we went back and forth on that. And when they came back to us and said the HOA was fine with it, we were like, slammed up, <laughs> slammed up. <laughs> I'm surprised no other team did it, honestly. Sorry. Go ahead, yeah. Rachel. <laughs> no, I, I agree. We we were both surprised that no, no other team did it. Also really glad that you brought up the issue of the ADUs and doing the research on the area because that was something that kept bugging Natalie and me where we were like, it almost presented as an ADU was just a given, like a, an automatic moneymaker. And to us, we thought, who's doing that? Like, who's who's actually renting out their, you know, the space over their garage in, in Charleston, South Carolina is a separate home. I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad that you guys did the research and looked into whether or not it would be an actual value add. I mean, and, and really we, we went back and forth and the only, the real deciding factor was, okay, so we're in Charleston. So people assume that you can quickly Airbnb everything, but we right. are 35, 40 minutes from downtown. We're an hour and a half from the beach. We're in a very rural area that's still developing. What are the chances that somebody's going to use this five bedroom family home? <laughs> you exactly. Know, it, it just didn't make sense for us. Yeah, that's very, exactly. that's very wise. That's very wise. So it's safe to assume that an ADU anywhere isn't just going to automatically add value. It has to be in a place where there's places that you want to, people want to come to and vacation and visit the demand for it. Yeah. I don't know. We got to see if we win on that. (laughs) 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 I know. I can't believe that we're at the end of the season. I mean, it's Rachel and I said in our last episode, it seems like we've been recapping this. It it seems like we just started, but it also seems like we've been recapping for so long. And Rachel's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, Imagine how the designers feel <laughs> about the whole process. Um, I'm sure it was grueling for you guys. Yeah. One quick question on the exterior, because I know you you did get a chance to see what the other teams were doing. I know at one point you noticed that I believe Jenny and Dave were putting in window boxes and you said, oh, that's a nice touch. And then you did, but you didn't want to duplicate. So how did being able to see what everybody was doing on the exterior challenge affect your decision making? Did you go out of your way 
to do something different or would you have felt okay doing something the same as, as your neighbor? We could have done window boxes. When we first talked about the exterior on the brick, it was, all right, if we're going to go with this lime wash brick effect, uh, and, and what we were trying to do was capture some of that historic Charleston element. Mike took me on a date, by the way. He took me on like a day date. And we went, down, we went down to Rainbow Row, and I was like, it's so colorful, but these colors are going to be way too bright for that community. So yeah. you know, what can we do? I love that you know, using a pink brick and lime washing, it gave you an undertone of pink to it. At least I thought in my head it would be more pink, <laughs> but it came out more white. We loved it. You haven't heard yeah. the episode that we recorded yesterday, recapping. No. We were swooning, both of us. It, it was it was our top, hands down, favorite, favorite. Yeah, exterior. it looked, it just looked so, so th- th- this is the portion of the episode where we just like s- <laughs> bomb you guys with how much we loved your design. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it just looked so, I said it looked it looked like it had been there. It didn't look like new development. Um, it, it just looked very luxurious, very it classy, looked expensive, expensive, which has been like your theme running throughout the house too, in the living room yeah. and the kitchen yeah. and all of that. So I, yeah, yeah, kudos, kudos to that. We didn't have money for, okay. So we didn't, here's the truth. We didn't have money for a fence after we did that brick. <laughs> and, oh, and in the backyard, in the backyard. Yeah, we, 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 you know, we made some very expensive decisions mm-hmm. on the exterior that we felt over the long run would add more value. So we know we didn't have like a gorgeous uh, vegetation wall, and we didn't, you know, we didn't have a fire pit. It was like, what? No matter what, if somebody decides that they don't like it, like if they don't like a fire pit and don't want it, and they take it out. Did they lose value? Well, you're not going to lose value because our patios stay in. If you know, mm-hmm. if somebody, if something happens to the grill, like the Jenny and Dave, which was really smart to put, a, you know, the grill station there, but theirs wasn't built in, so ours was. But if you have a built-in outdoor kitchen, which Keith and Evan did too, and um, you know, then that that creates value. It's going to show up on appraisal. Mm-hmm. So, listen, all this that we're talking, we could be totally smacked in the face next week. <laughs> <laughs> You know yeah. something we don't know. So yeah, this is all. <laughs> We're not giving it up though. That's why I'm keeping it like with question marks. We do not know what happened. That's our Very story. good. Yeah, it was um, one of the things we talked about and one of the things that Lindsay and Leslie did. I'm just, I just want to ask, do you know what an oyster grill is? Is that a thing? An oyster <laughs> oven or an oyster oven? Big thing there. It's a, it's big, a big thing there. It is. They literally come together, congregate and, you know, have drinks, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Come on. But I'm is there to- an actual oven? Is there an actual like appliance built for like they put in a oyster grilling? Oh, it was a pizza oven. I was looking out the loft window when they were putting that in. And I, for the life of me, couldn't figure out what it was. And I said, <laughs> I said Mike, they're putting in, I think it's a pizza oven. Look, why are they putting a pizza oven outside? Mm-hmm. I was like, is that a Charleston thing? I don't know. And I'm so I'm on my phone researching pizza ovens in Charleston. I'm like, no, it's not. I have no idea what this thing is. And I didn't know that they'd even done that until judging. And they mentioned it at judging. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't like oysters. I, I don't like <laughs> I, don't I don't like those slimy things. So for people like you said you don't either. For people like us who don't put value on that, mm-hmm. is it actually like an eyesore to be sitting right. on? You know, I'm just asking that as a question. <laughs> well, they may just innocently ask it. Buyer may not know it's for oysters and decide to throw a pizza in there. Hey, yeah, they, there well, okay, well, they must put a pizza in there. And they weren't <laughs> the only ones. Jenny, Jenny and Dave also did a pizza oven. So 
maybe yes. it's a mm-hmm. crazy hot trend that we're gonna we're all we'll all have pizza ovens eventually <laughs> there we go do you want to do some rapid fire questions natalie or do you want to wait till the end to do that um you can go go for it yeah okay well something that we've been asking um the other teams that have come on the show we just and you can take as much time as you want to to, uh, to answer. We but- say rapid fire, but like Keith and Evan yeah. were like, this is not rapid fire. We're, and we're like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I, uh, you adore them. Weren't they so much Oh fun? my gosh. They're great. Guys. They're great. And their show, Bargain Block, just like their, their love of the city of Detroit and just like revitalizing different parts of the city. It's just, they're just the best guys. Yeah. Like aesthetically, we felt like Jenny and Dave were definitely going to be our biggest competition. But as far as adding value, I'm like, if they can do that for ten dollars, mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine what they can do with two hundred twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. I was looking yeah. out the window every hour at, to see what they were adding on. They, those guys are phenomenal the way their brains work. Really. Yeah. Too. That bathroom, that shower, that circular shower. <laughs> It was like I, I I told them I was like that's yeah. something you'd see in Architectural Digest like that's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, rapid fire. Let's do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> favorite room you designed. Favorite what? Favorite, favorite room <laughs> or favorite space? Kitchen. Kitchen. Wait, are we talking about rock the block or just in general? Rock the block. Rock the block. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we would we would talk about in general and keep you guys on way uh, longer if okay. we could. Um, yeah kitchen and i i don't know tell us if you can't say because of spoilers but biggest mistake that you made during rock the block biggest mistake we made okay i'd say i think we would have won the owner suite if we bumped our closet back like the twins had done by creating that additional square footage i think Mm. our two closets i i wouldn't I wouldn't narrow it down to one closet, but if we made that one bigger, then it if it boiled down to just well, let me, actually no, let me just say they kicked, I would, I, I they kicked our butt that round. I would have put the pantry door in a different place. <laughs> I did have your side, but we were, look, behind the scenes, we went back and forth about the position of the door. I always liked the door. But okay. remember, we went back and forth on that. Go ahead, guys. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. A true, a true married couple. Married to real estate. <laughs> married to real estate. Heck Biggest yeah. argument that you guys got into while doing Rock the Block. Biggest argument was over the pantry door. Okay. What was it? It was over the bar, the bar, the barbecue, the grill placement. Oh, you yeah, saw that last that. episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That one was our biggest. She walked off on me. <laughs> the guys, my guys had put it in the wrong place. Pulled me out later and said, this doesn't go here. This is not where I want it. I'm like, it's set in stone. We can't move it. Ah! And just walked off. You fix it. <laughs> True. <laughs> True words. Sounds like something my husband would do, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just be like, ah, throw the hands up. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, funniest moment on set. Or, oh, at, or after hours. For that yeah, matter. You, guys, you guys didn't so many see of them. all of this um, hoopla over Keith and Evan's yard where we noticed all the production folks kept going into their yard and coming out like, woo. So we wanted to see, but mind you, we can't go past the driveway, but we could go behind the fence near the water. Oh, Mike and I did a little stop, drop and roll. And we were like behind the bushes (laughs) looking and Evan caught us because I'm too slow. Mike is, you know, really fast and athletic, but I like, my role was more like a little piggly tumble. And (laughs) 
And he's like, what do you think you're doing? I see you. And I, we couldn't get out of there fast enough. It was hysterical, but it didn't make the edit. They probably. filmed it all. We, we, they just didn't make it. Yeah, it'll it might be in the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah hopefully the they do like a behind the scenes blooper yeah. reel like they did for for Battle on the Beach. Um so wait, so what was all the hoopla at, at Keith and Evans? So it was their garden. Like everybody was loving their garden and their fire pit. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was beautiful. We, we didn't know what. I was like, did they put a pool in there? What did they do? I got to find out, Mike. So That was actually buzzing around that somebody <laughs> was putting in a pool. Well, it was going to be Jenny and Dave, but mm-hmm. last minute they couldn't get the pool in or something. So that's why they settled for the hot tub. Do you know why? We were wondering why they ditched the pool plans and went with the hot tub. I believe that HOA ultimately wouldn't allow it. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Okay. I didn't know that you all were beholden to an HOA, but like you said yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Did you makes have to sense. consider that when like painting, like Jenny and Dave painted their house pink? Everything, Every, everything had to be ran across a quote unquote board. Yeah, the board. You know? They had wow. to every color, every material. They had to approve the balcony, you know, the, the Juliet balcony I added. Oh. And, you know, di- I don't think they liked my original one, which is I deferred to that one. So, yeah, every step of the way we had to get a yay or nay. So it was like mm-hmm. you're you're literally on toothpicks with your design until they come back. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Did you okay. get a lot of time to, this is not rapid fire. This is just a question that popped up. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, did you get a lot of time or not a lot, but did you get time to leave set and go, exp- like you said, you went out on a date. Was that prior to filming? That was, yeah, it was literally, we went on a little day date the first day we got there, our mm-hmm. first trip. Mike and I were filming our show here in Atlanta at the same time, Married to mm-hmm. Real Estate. So we were doing like four days in Charleston, three days in Atlanta, four days in Charleston. Wow. Atlanta. So right when we got there, I told Mike, you know, I've been researching historic Charleston. I want to see it. And he's like, well, let's go on a little date. You know, we don't have the kids with us. So, mm-hmm. um, so we did. And that, that was fun, but that's mm-hmm. the only time we got out. Because well, we no, we got out also because we, we was both, we celebrated our birthdays there as well. Oh, we nice. Then we went out to eat for dinner oh, yeah. for the birthdays. Yeah. But not, but not like really getting out to explore. Or anything. No, no, no. We didn't get to explore at all. We, we, we thought before we got there, we were going to have tons of time. Oh, we'll go decorate or design <laughs> and then at the end of the night we're, we're going to see the town every night yeah right we were, you're we were exhausted <laughs> yeah. we were there until like two or three in the morning and then had to be up for call times at seven o'clock in the yeah. morning we oh, was, man. Um, yeah it's designs we call it design summer camp it's kind of what it feels like seeing you guys uh, but like yeah. where you're also working or your boot off. camp or boot camp yeah. let's say design refugee camp that's what that's <laughs> <called>. <laughs> And you stayed at like a hotel, right? Or like a, did you all stay at a hotel? Airbnb? We stayed at a, um, we stayed at a home at an Airbnb and mm-hmm. it was beautiful. And the owner took great care of us yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. It was it was only what, five minutes away from the site. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we didn't stay in the city or anything because we knew <laughs> after day one, we weren't going to have yeah. any time. Everyone got to say, everyone was able to decide where they wanted to stay. You know, um, like Jenny and Dave stayed near the beach because they had the kids with them. Mm. Um we didn't have our kids. So we were like, you know what? If you're going to be doing 7 a.m. put us close as you can because we love our sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's smart. yeah. That's smart. I actually just um, finished watching the first season of Married to Real Estate. And in the first episode, your daughter, your two year old, who's probably a little bit older now, 
love sleeping with you guys in your bed. And you're, you're working on that transition from getting her to sleep with mommy and daddy to sleeping in her big girl bed. Um, so I, yeah. it was, I, I love that little opening scene with you and I love, I love married to real estate. It's, so here's, it's here's an, exclusive, an exclusive for you and thank you. So there, there were some comments on Twitter where people were asking if I had a shiner, apparently in one of the shots, I had a black eye or a blue eye. Oh. What happened was we'd come back <laughs> to Atlanta, Harper slept in the bed and kicked me in the eye. And then we went back to rock the block. So I did have a little bit of a shiner under my oh, eye. Oh man. Yeah, she got me good. Eagle eyed viewers. I did not notice that. I didn't either. People, people love rock the block. Just looking at like, like our response that we've gotten and like Reddit and stuff. People have, people have thoughts. No, they so. do. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know more than anybody. I'm sure. Very, very passionate. I had a woman call my business line, you know, my real estate business to tell, to tell me I needed to wear a different type of bra. Oh my Come gosh. On. Come on now. <laughs> That's too much. I was like, oh, I do like, what? How do you respond to that? I was like, Oh, oh okay. Thank you. Thank you. Very thank much you for your that. feedback, ma'am. Why do people think they have? Okay. That's just, that's ridiculous. I do have to say, I am, I don't empathize. I, I guess they, some, I, I don't know. I, it looks like torture because you guys have to wear the same outfit every day. And <laughs> I wonder, I find myself wondering how often do you do laundry? Is it every day? Did you ever get tired of, you know, wearing the same thing every day? I'm sure it was, you know, the temperature change. Like, what was that like? It was a, it was a, it was a, it was tasking. You yeah. did. We had laundry, you know, it, it was every night we were doing laundry because you would sweat, but then yeah. the days where it was, I think it was two days where it was extremely cold, cold. And we were like, you know what, this is a good day to have these long sleeves on. But the other days when it was extremely hot, we were like, this sucks. <laughs> into t-shirts. We can't do any of that. So it, it was a big grueling. But um, yeah. day one, we walked on the block and I had these brown like suede boots. Yeah. To me, they were fashionable, but they were still work boots. Uh-huh. And we had our jeans on and our long sleeve shirts. Now, mind you, when we got on the block, it was in October. It was still warm. Uh-huh. And they just kept teasing us, specifically Lindsay and Leslie were like, oh, you guys are going to be so hot. <laughs> and then mind you, uh, Charleston has bipolar weather. Right. It'll be a hurricane one day and then you'll feel like you should be on the beach with a pina colada the next. Right. So, they, then one day we were, it just got freezing cold mm-hmm. and everybody was just shaking on the block and we're like, oh, you got something to say now? We have long sleeves, you have short sleeves. <laughs> like for, <laughs> with, for instance, when you watch the scene where we're doing the competition on the pier, everyone has on jackets because that day it was unbearable. And yeah, everyone, everyone looked real We had boring. to approve the, to wear jackets. They were like, you know what, you guys, today you can wear a different little bit of something, just add on versus switching. It was freezing. But um, yeah, the outfit thing is one of the major questions we get all the time. How are you building a house in the same outfit all the time? Like, are you building this house in one week? You don't change your clothes. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it, the magic of television, but not the magic for you, I guess. Um, and I, I assume you knew that going in that you had to pick one outfit that you would be building yeah, and-, and filming in the whole time. The network had to approve it too. Mm-hmm. I just regret that ours is army green. Like maybe we could have picked out a blue to bring out our eyes or something. <laughs> no, we we retired. I thought you looked great. That I was yeah. I'm 
perpetually impressed by how pristine you look in every single shot. Like you're not sweating. You don't look like you're uncomfortable and you just look like you came straight out of hair and makeup. So very impressive. (laughs) Nina Starcy at Hawk gave us the tip that, you know, guys, I'm going to advise you now to buy five to 10 of the same exact shirt, five to 10 of the same exact jeans. Okay. That's smart. So we did go with several of the same outfits. So we, you know, we feel Mm -hmm. a little fresh. Smart. Got it. Mina know Mina knows she she's so fun. I, she was the judge last week with her with her mom. Yeah. Karen. Did you guys have a favorite pair of judges, or was there a pair of judges that intimidated you the most, worried you the most? I think intimidation wise for me would have been Jeremiah and Nate because yeah. of the extreme detail oriented, sophisticated style and elegance that they have. I was like, I don't know if we're going to par up with this guy. <laughs> They're like New York City townhouse. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I just I just binged like two of their shows over this weekend. And I I love them. But yeah, they they're super intimidating, but very nice guys. Oh, seems. very nice. Very nice. The first thing they said to us when they walked up was like, the tables have turned. <laughs> right. Because you all judged their yeah. designs last year. Yeah. But we didn't know it was theirs. Remember, right. we didn't get to see whose house it was. But we kind right, of right, right. We, we ate, not knowing it was their house, we kind of ate them a lot. Yeah. You know what yeah. we learned being on the other side now is that when we were judging, we judged the most ridiculous things. <laughs> the height of the chair doesn't make sense. Or the, that, <laughs> that doesn't matter. You know, we weren't told it's all about appraisal and value. They didn't tell mm-hmm. us. Oh, yeah, interesting. Design and all these other things. So we just started picking apart the dumbest things. Yeah. Like, we, I think Brian <laughs> and Mika, we, we didn't vote for them because, oh, I remember. So they had this 10 foot shower with one shower head. And we well, were like, they didn't it's have shower heads on the side. They only they, had the top. Yeah. They only had the one in the middle. Mm. 10 foot shower and you got to only get wet in one spot but their design and the value they added was pretty mm-hmm. incredible yeah. but so we watched the episode back from under the bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah it seems uh it just it just seems like it's i mean last season so you're saying that for the judges they didn't really tell you like value, value, value. But this season we've been in contact with the showrunner, Patrick, and he was telling us like the judges know, like yep. it's all about value. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's their way to make it the most objective competition possible. Um, we, we've had discussions about, you know, it would be cool if you could add in some sort of judging element about design and, and style, but that's mm-hmm. so subjective. So we're not really sure how they would do that. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Uh, some of the viewers have have requested that maybe they should put a poll on the HGTV website. Oh, that, like so you have the judges' choice, but then you also get the viewers' choice, like an American Idol situation yeah. where there's the judges. I don't think that yeah. would be a good idea, though. Why? Because <laughs> then you would deal with favoritism without a shadow of a doubt, easily. I'm telling you. You mean like so who has the largest fan base? Yep. Oh, easily. Well, mm-hmm. it might be a good idea, though. No. Yeah, right. That's true. Because American Idol, they're kind of nobodies. Exactly. You all, you all come into the competition with with fan bases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm sure they'll was- they'll figure out another twist for style somehow next season. Yeah, and I kind of think they, you know, they try to incorporate it with the design challenges. Did you guys have a favorite design challenge? 
I hated the design challenges. I was, I, you, they didn't get to see how bad I sucked in design challenges. <laughs> well, you did a pretty good job with that doghouse. That was adorable. That, that one I didn't mind. So by the time we got to the, the doghouse challenge, I was actually able to build during the challenge because the rest of the challenges, my wife wanted to go to history class. <laughs> You know, they have no idea. That's I know, I know, know but it was all about research, research, research. And I'm like, can we build something? It is a building. <laughs> but um, yeah, at the doghouse, I would say the doghouse for sure. I liked your table, your driftwood table. I liked the table. Ooh, actually, the table like was that. beautiful. That, mm-hmm. that was creative. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I take it back. I liked them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most surprising thing that you learned or that that happened to you on Rock the Block? I was surprised at how competitive my nature had become. Literally going into the show, what, what was the reason I said I wanted to do it, babe? Do you remember when they asked us to do it? And I was like, oh, because I want to make some friends. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Well, because we all work on our respective shows and I'm sure everyone is familiar from watching HGTV with with the other shows and hosts, but we never really get a chance to meet because we're all working so much. Yeah. When we judged last season, we really got to see and appreciate the camaraderie. Those folks loved each other. They were hugging it out. They were crying together. Mm-hmm. And I, I want that, Mike. I want to do that. I didn't care about winning at all. And when we got on the block, Mike was so <laughs> Mike was so like, we're gonna take the block. And I'm like, can you just like bring it down a bit? Because like we want to leave here with good relationships. Well, by, by, after we, yeah, after we lost the kitchen, it was game over. It was like Dang. who cares about friends? <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> but did you? It seems like you all did really bond, like like we're on week five, like it does seem like you all have like great appreciation for each other as designers and, and competitors. I mean, listen, it was single-handedly one of the hardest things that we've done competing, you know, on this Mm -hmm. level with truly some of the nation's top designers, Mm -hmm. you know, whether they get the credit for it or not, Jenny and Dave are a beast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They are incredible. The twins, even though they play like, well, we couldn't really do that. And that's what we all thought (laughs) in the beginning. Those girls are monsters. Mm -hmm. You know, they, their eye, they they do such a great job. And then, you know, Keith and Evan speak for themselves. So um, it was, it was probably one of the toughest things. And I swear to you, every round, Weren't we? Was I was literally pinching his butt as we were standing there and trying to <laughs> pinching his butt really hard, like, oh, I'm gonna win. No, he didn't win. <laughs> oh, that's what that facial expression was. <laughs> well, it was a few other things too, but we'll go with that. Uh, who, oh, just on her faces. <laughs> who cleaned up the toilet paper? Oh, the toilet paper. I don't know who ended up cleaning. I think the girls ended up cleaning it up. Okay. It better not have been you guys. No, but that was, so again, there's a lot you guys don't see. That was like the fifth prank they did Uh to us. I I finally shouted out the window. Why us? Why is it only us? Because you guys are the biggest competition. Yeah, they're threatened. (laughs) Well, we didn't feel that way. Like on the block, you never know what someone Mm -hmm. else doing mm-hmm. mind you we couldn't see each other's house so we were just like why are y'all picking on us <laughs> <laughs> what other pranks did they pull 
Well, Dave left poo on, well, it was like <laughs> fake rubber poo. So we had these trailers we all shared to use the uh, restroom. And I opened the door and it was just poo all over the toilet. And he's filming me in my reaction. I didn't know. <laughs> filming me. It was the worst. <laughs> then he put a snake. Dave put a snake in our trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, fake snake. Fake snake. Dave yeah. is savage. Oh my God. <laughs> right? And what did the girls do? Like a lot of our stuff was missing and it would be over at their house. And they're like, no, this is ours. This is, I'm like, that's totally ours. It has Mike's initial on it. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, that's not Mike's initial. That's my middle name. <laughs> they really committed to their pranking. Yeah, they were, I thought you'd see more of that in the season, but probably again behind the scenes, you'll see. Well, that's just rocking behind the scenes, too. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just so much to show in one episode. Like so, mm-hmm. you guys do so much each week. So I guess if they wanted to pull like a bachelor and give us like two hour a week episodes, maybe, <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> um, well, this has been so awesome talking to you guys and, and learning about your experience on rock the block. Um, it's, it's amazing to sit down and, uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed this. Rachel, do you have any other questions for Egypt and Mike? Yes, I have a million, but we won't keep you any longer. <laughs> we will just very nicely ask that you come back and talk with us some more uh, about married to real estate and whatever else you're working on. Um, and what I guess that is my last question. What are you working on now? We're, we're expanding um, what you guys saw in season one of marriage to real estate. Then we're expanding our business. And mm-hmm. so that is what we're all feet and head into right now. Um, so. Obviously our, just an update. Our daughter did go to school in Paris, mm-hmm. our eldest. So yep. <laughs> we're wow. Like crazy every day. And, um, and yes, yeah, stay tuned to see sort of like what's next, what should be released soon. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. It's, it's, yeah, it's awesome. And please tell everyone where they can find you. You're um, on Instagram and on Twitter and different places. Yeah, you can find me, this guy with the voice. This is the guy. This is Mike. You can find me at DJ Fadell, D-J-F-A-D-E-L-F on Instagram. And I'm Egypt Sherrod on Instagram or Egypt Sherrod Home. That's where you can see more design stuff from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you girls have been following, right? I saw you comment and whatnot. That's how yes. I with your podcast in the yeah. first place. Yep. Yep. I posted. Um, yeah, I, I actually posted how much we loved your exterior recent. Just today I posted about mm-hmm. that. So, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. a lot of good stuff there. Well, thank you again so much, Egypt and Mike. Thank you we guys appreciate for watching. you, ladies. Thank and you. Thank you. Okay. We appreciate you. Bye. Nice to meet you. Bye. Wasn't that fun? I could have stayed on with them for so much longer. I knew that they had a very short window to talk to us. And so I was trying not to to take their time. I was aware of the clock ticking. But I uh, know. I'm yeah, always we'll have to get them back. I'm always like, Rachel, do you have any more questions? And it's like, yes, I have a thousand questions. But like, <laughs> we have to respect their time. And they don't want to just like talk to us, chit chat with us. Yeah, but like, no. maybe they do. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, we love chit chatting with, um, you know, Egypt and Mike and, and Keith and Evan and the twins and people who have, you know, been on these shows. Um, and we hope you do too. We hope to do more of these interviews uh to make sure you never miss any of these interviews please subscribe to the podcast um go to your podcast app hit that subscribe button 
You can also follow us. No, I'll let you do that one, Rachel. I'm going to say, if you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and write a review. That helps us hear what you like about the podcast, and it helps other people find us and determine whether or not they would like to listen to the podcast. (laughs) Rachel? Democracy. Um, (laughs) If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at podcast at realtor.com. Again, podcast at realtor.com. Our inbox is open. And if you want to find us on social media, we are everywhere. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And our handle is at HousePartyPod on all three. Yep. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we're on the precipice of the finale of Rock the Block. I know. Soon it'll all be over. It's all coming down to this. Uh, So stay tuned and we'll catch you later. Bye. Ciao.